This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here at Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Oh, happy, happy Tuesday. The Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave and uh, getting everything set. Hopefully, we're going to have a uh, good show today. And that's, um, that's it's yeah, that's what we hope. every Each and every day, right? We want a good show. Uh, today is the last show of June. We will not do any more shows in June 2020 after today. Um, so keep that in mind moving forward. No more shows in June 2020. A couple of uh, big birthdays on this day in history coming up today. And uh, more COVID talk. And working on our first guest uh, for the day. Um, maybe having a little bit of a connection issue, but that's all right. We'll figure it out. I think we're uh, live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and also on uh, um, um, Podbean, Network One Sports, and TreasureStateRadio.com. Um, working on our guest uh, having a, a communications uh, issue with an email, so... Working on it. <laughs> oh, live, live, live radio, TV, internet. It's, it's the greatest, right? Uh, so we're going to talk COVID. Uh, we are going to chat um, a whole lot more coming up. Let me see. Did I send it to the right? I did send it to the right address. Let's try it again. Because that's uh, what we're working on. All right, so while we're waiting for our guest to get connected, um, wow, breaking news out of Darby we're going to talk about too. And having a having an argument on the Twitter with actress Sunny Mabry, who I love watching her, her movies, but she's kind of being a moron right now. Um, all right. Not sure if our guest is going to connect, but we'll keep. We'll just keep talking. We'll just keep talking, and we'll tell you the COVID. So I'm confused on the COVID numbers. Montana had more than 40 new cases today reported, and but yet they don't. Um, it was like 288 yesterday, and it's 303 now today. But how is that possible? If you have 
50-some cases yesterday, 40-some cases today, and yesterday we were over 285, and today we're only at 303. I just don't get it. Numbers. Numbers are fun. Numbers are easy, right? Um, so anyway, we have a lot more new cases in Montana. And I know, again, we can overreact. We can still be concerned. And and uh, like I said, still be concerned. And I know that the amount of hospitalizations is, what, 12, which, you know, is good. We, we can talk about the 1%, the testings are up, all, all of that stuff. But the numbers are still on the rise, and it still sucks. And we still, you know, we lost minor league baseball today. We'll have more on that coming up later, but minor league baseball is gone for the year. They announced it officially. And, and this, I mean, let's be honest. We expected this. We absolutely expected this. But we, uh, losing the Pioneer League, and I, you know, like I've been saying this for months, the Pioneer League is going to be no more. And I believe we have our first guest. I think she's here, and I hope she can hear me. Can I she? can. You can. It is Liz. Is it Habib? That is. It is. And you are with uh, Fox Sports in L.A., Fox L.A. Um, appreciate you joining us here, and uh, thank you for connecting, for one. But um, you're, you got a very interesting career, and I, 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 you know, I love this. You get to talk sports, although there hasn't been a whole lot of sports to talk about. How have you been feeling your uh, COVID time the last three months? Oh, we can find a lot of things to talk about here in Los Angeles. <laughs> we, we have so much going on, you know. I, we were, I was just on a Zoom call today with the general manager of the Lakers. I'll be on another one with the Sparks, a couple of the players from the Sparks team. It's nonstop. You know, then 9.30 in the morning with Doc Rivers. So it just, it just goes on and on because now the leagues are coming back. They are supposed to be coming back. Um, I want to ask you this real quick. Your governor, Gavin Newsom, is um, – making the decision to close L.A.'s beaches again for the 4th of July weekend, but only for the 4th of July. Why is this? Because that's Gavin Newsom, right? So <laughs> Los Angeles County decided to close the beaches yesterday, right, out of whatever reason they right. have. And uh, you can't close Los Angeles County beaches and not close all the beaches because the people from Los Angeles who want to go to the Los Angeles County beaches, say Santa Monica, uh, wherever, right? Let's say that they're just going to go down to Orange County or up to Ventura County. So, so in their in their scenario, in the government government the California government scenario, right? The spread will still occur, right? So right. people will go from Los whatever. So that's the I knew he'd close. I didn't know that was happening. I had only a feeling that would happen because it, we've already seen this play out. Liz Habib joining us here, Jason Walker Show. She is the sports anchor at Fox LA, and because that's what it says on your Twitter handle, the sports anchor. Um, you mentioned all these conversations. Yeah, you <laughs> I, I may or may not have saw that a little bit, yeah, but uh, the capitalization. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> but you mentioned all these pro sports leagues coming back, and I'm still I'm trying to be optimistic, Liz, but I, I'm really more pessimistic because I just don't know how it can happen What's your whole thought on the NBA, the WNBA, MLB, all these sports supposedly going to come back? 
So Rob Palenka, the general manager of the Lakers today, said, you know, the whole sort of thing here is we need to make this safer than it would be to be out in public like a regular person, right? So we need to really close this bubble. Mm-hmm. So like 35 people per team, the NBA, right? So they have to pick 35 people, right? And there's this possibility they're in this bubble in Orlando for three months or three and a half months, right? right. So he tells this story about, you know, his daughter's 10-year-old daughter's at the table, and she gets tears in her eyes because daddy's going to be gone for three and a half months. And we're in this sort of conversation now about how these players could be in a, in a bubble for three months, away from their families, away from their kids. They all have personal decisions to make on this. Dwight Howard, for example, as a six-year-old whose mother died in this period of coronavirus, not from coronavirus, but rather an epileptic, um, something with epilepsy, he told us. So when you try to wrap your head around this, right, there's so much going on, but the league's First of all, it's money. Let's just, right. It's money. It's the economy, right? So that would be number one. Number two, what it could do for the American public just to have that live event back like that in their living rooms. I think it really could help people a lot. I think they have every intention here to get back. Now, the, the thing is, and we're all going to say this, well, what if someone tests positive? Well, theoretically, they shouldn't be doing anything. The rules are really strict. Like, if you want to go as a member of the media – you, there's only going to be 10 members of the media allowed anywhere near the players. 10 total wow. members of the media. And this is the end. We're going to talk about the NBA, the end to the NBA finals. So you have to quarantine at home for seven days. Then you get on a plane, you go there. You, you're COVID testing, coronavirus testing this time. You get there, you have to quarantine in your hotel room for t- uh, seven days. All You know, you get delivered three meals a day. You're not going to go anywhere to see anyone. You have to really do that quarantine. So this league is really serious, and the league is, you know, 50% the players, 50% the owners. If they're really serious about it, these guys will do it. And I believe it can be done. I believe they can do it. Here's one more thing. We don't really know about coronavirus, right? We don't, we're not positive how it's being spread exactly. Mm-hmm. We, there are theories through spit, whatever, like regular virus spread, right? Right. But some people show no symptoms at all. So this 14-day quarantine, okay, technically according to the the rules of the world right now, if one player gets coronavirus, the whole team should have to quarantine for 14 days, right? Right. That's not the plan. I think the plan is they test positive, then they wait a couple of days, test negative, and I think they have to have a second negative test and get a physician's okay. So theoretically, I do think it could, I think the NBA could make it work. Yes. MLB might be tougher because they're not going into a bubble. I also think the NBA, this is such a long answer, but is uniquely positioned for this because of their ties to China. Oh. Uh, that's interesting. I do. I do. They got all the original testing from someone who got the test. Remember when, when we got those reports right away? Then four of the Nets had tested positive. Rudy Gobert had tested positive. You know, Donovan Mitchell. And it was this, like, massive shutdown of everything. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And then every player. Yeah, well, then we heard publicly a lot of players got tested. I heard privately every player on every team in every organization got tested because of the connection and ties to China. Someone connected with the NBA was able to bring tests in. It caused an uproar because there were no tests at the time for the general public. Right. Right. So the NBA backed way off that, you know, they didn't want, they don't want that problem. So not just that they do business in China. 
they were uniquely aware of China and what was going on because of the way they set up their business strategy. So I do believe if there's any league that can do it, it's the NBA. Fox LA sports anchor Liz Habib joining us here, Jason Walker show. I know you're busy um, and I appreciate the time you joining us here, but um, with colleges and Cal state system came out and said of it's like 23 or whatever university systems, they're not going to have in-person classes, which means no sports. Well, that affects us up here in Montana because Sacramento State, UC Davis, Cal Poly, they all play up here against Montana, Montana State. It, the college season doesn't look good right now. No, it doesn't, does it? And that's a place where you can't even imagine how could they keep these kids from being coronavirus-free. I can't – you know, young people – and look – This is just true until something happens to you in life. When you're in your 20s, you're, you know, late teens, your early 20s, to about 30 years old, you're invincible. You don't think anything's going to get you. The number one killer of young people is usually car accidents, right? Well, it hasn't become coronavirus, but what we're seeing is young people infected because they're all around each other now, right? They've been going out. They've been hanging out. They've been doing stuff together, so they're spreading it apparently among themselves. I heard a stat from um, Dr. Uh, uh, Burks from the White House, on the White House Task Force, she told us at Fox 11 in Los Angeles that she believes that people, the young demographic people in their 20s, anywhere from 40 to 60% of them are, are infected with coronavirus, which wow. I thought was extraordinary wow. that they're already infected, right? So, so it's hard to think, especially in college, right? You go away to college, you're away in your dorms for the first time, everybody's catching everything off of everybody else. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. So now, okay, they're not going to end school, but the point I'm making is at that age, that's what goes on. So, yeah, it is really difficult to believe they can get through it. We still do have a little bit of time here to see what happens. So they have a little bit of time to figure this out, see what happens, see where it goes, you know. Well, let me ask you this real quick. If if the NBA has to get started or the MLB gets started and then has to cancel in August, what does that do for the rest of the sports world? Shuts it all down for a longer period of time. Wow. Shuts it all down for a longer period of time. Yeah. But the thing is, I think that there are some things out there that we're just no, we don't know about yet. The NFL, for instance, um, I, I got, and I get this from good sources, good inside sources, but we haven't seen it, you know, come out yet. But the NFL, for instance, wants to do the daily saliva testing. That's what they're looking for. New Jersey had saliva testing uh, for the general public, but the results would become daily results. So, so every day go in, every third, second to third day, they're doing the PCR test, blood test to check on them. So with all of this constant testing, right, you'd think they'd be able to catch something right away. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, but if something really – if it shuts down on the college level, I'm not sure that shuts it down on the pro level. But that college level is so important, too. Oh, yeah. You know, it's important for everyone. You know, the sense of the sense of something – we're never going to go back to what we used to be. We we will gradually build back into something, but the, the sense for people to feel like they can go out there and do something and have some normalcy, I mean, I think we're going to work and move toward that, you know, and I, I think it can happen. I do. Liz, with all the protests that are going on, and a lot of NBA players and a lot of WNBA players have come out and said they're not going to play because of the, the they want to be, be with the movement for Black Lives Matter. Um, is this something we're going to see moving forward? And with the NBA wanting to put Black Lives Matter on the court in Orlando, is that a good thing? 
Okay, first of all, for the NBA, the deadline has come for them to opt out. Avery Bradley of the Lakers opted out because right. he's concerned about a seven-year-old son that he has and some health problems that he has. So Avery has opted out, right? And they're gonna the Lakers will bring somebody else in. There have been other players. Um, uh, Kyrie Irving led the the sort of meeting for the players who wanted were talked about opting out. Maybe it'd be better if they stayed in the movement. And Dwight Howard had said that they have not opted out. Okay. So at least Dwight Howard has not opted out. Right. So that matters. Right. So some of that was said, but we haven't seen a rush of people opting out. Um, a couple of the Sparks players opted out of their season. Both of OK. One of them for Corona health reasons, coronavirus. The other one, because it sounds as though because she's had an Achilles issue and Chidi um, uh, she had an Achilles issue that she hasn't really had enough time to condition her body to play. And she would rather not rush into it. That's what the statement she made sounds like. OK, so. The NBA players, I think for the most part, parrot Adam Silver, right? I think that's what you're going to hear. And Adam Silver says, this is a big platform, going to be all eyes on us, right? So this is a platform where we can make a statement and we can push for social justice, right? So Black Lives Matter on the court for the NBA, absolutely. It's it's on point and on message for the NBA. I, it's no issue there for them. And I think the individual teams having messages apparently on their jerseys we've heard. And right. we've seen some of the messaging already in the advertising. I th- and the advertisers are there. As long as the advertisers are there, right, it's going to be okay. Because that, as long as the money's there, yep. everything's going to be okay in terms of that. So, um, I, But it's also on point for the league. I think the league's been known for this type of thing in the past. Right. Um so, yeah, I think it's it, it'll be fine for them. Will there be some backlash? I don't know if there will be actual NBA watchers that give that kind of backlash. We'll see. I don't, I'm not – I think maybe this – this is a unique thing. The NBA is going to start at the end of July. So we're going to have NBA in August, uh, Major League Baseball in August. By September, you add in NFL, right? right? MLS is starting next week. So all of a sudden, everything's coming back at the same time. Right. So I don't know what the effect on the rating will be. We'll see. How do you cover all the sports once they're back? (laughs) From my house, sitting here like this, (laughs) doing Zoom calls. I wish I could go. I said I'll be happy to be one of the ten who gets to go to Orlando. Sure. Because I want to experience it. You know, this is what I do for a living. I'd love to experience it. But um, since so few can go, in baseball – they're going to let us go down to the stadium. So we can go to the stadiums. The stadiums are so big, they'll let reporters go. But we have to sit, like, you know, in sections away from each other, or sections away with masks on. I almost would rather watch it on television because the experience is so much better on television. We're not allowed near the players anyway, you know. So even if I were at a game, everything would be on a Zoom, a video conference afterward, how we would conduct any kind of calls. So as long as there is representation, reporters, as long as there are reporters there, I'm comfortable there keeping an eye on things because I do think reporters have to be there. I just think that that's the integrity of the game matters, and reporters should be there for that. Um, I'm fine covering them from home or from – I don't want to be at home. I'd rather be in my office with my producers and all of us with our heads together, but right now I'm at home. And how how long are you going to be at home? Have they told you yet? Um, I don't have any idea. I really actually, no, I don't have any idea. And the way things go in California, I don't feel optimistic about it either. Not that I I don't mind being at home, you know, I I don't love being at home alone, but Miley, I just love to be at a game, you know, I I share the communal 
the thing about a game these days is you can tweet about a game. I sit on Sundays sometimes and just tweet with people about games and watch them by myself, and I never feel like a, it's, it's a good thing. Um, probably more for the communication of work I would like to be in, in the yeah. building. But that's all. I mean, I need a, I need the um, the sports book from one of the Vegas casinos in my wallet at home, and I'd be fine. I could see everything, right? I like that. I like that. Hey, Liz, um, do me a favor and keep your governor out of Montana, will you? Because apparently he was up here not too long ago uh, at his wife's family ranch. We don't want him up here. I know. I know, especially you guys up there, right? Because, yeah, by the way, what is your what are your coronavirus numbers like? Uh, nothing. Like, like nothing, I know. right? We have 303 active cases right now. Right. You guys are Vietnam. Do you have do you have anybody do you had any coronavirus deaths? 22. Oh. And the ages for those people, do you know? Um some nursing home uh for sure. They're the early ones were nursing home yeah. ones and then um they've been kind of various ages, more older obviously, but not, you know, not 70. They've been in their 40s, 50s, right. and 60s. Right. I, I saw that just yesterday. Last night I was looking at the map of coronavirus cases, and I noticed up there that there's nothing going on. No. You know, it's really a quiet. But you guys are so spread out. We you are. Know? And at Los Angeles, and Los Angeles County, to be fair, is one of the worst places in the country for not cases necessarily as much as deaths. You know, we're up to the... 3,300 mark, just the county itself, Wow. just the county in terms of death. So it is people, it's certainly density here that's creating an issue. Well, our numbers have increased because the tourists have come in, people are moving to Montana to get away from all these big cities and uh, where all the big outbreaks are. So our numbers are going to keep rising here in the state. I just hope it doesn't cause death, that the hospitals can handle it and there's no death and that we all can just live a little more sensibly right. with a lot of changes in our lives, but live, you know? Yep. That's yep. what I'm hoping the leagues do. Show us that we can live, that we can go out there and live and not hide in our houses. I completely agree with you. Hey, I know you're busy, Liz. I uh, I don't want to take up any more of your time because I definitely could, um, but I appreciate you joining us. I'd love to get you on again and uh, and go from there. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yep, that is Liz Habib uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show from Fox, the Fox LA Sports Reporter. Appreciate her joining us. <laughs> uh, take care, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to her soon. So that is uh, that is Liz, and we appreciate her joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. And uh, that's been a long time coming. We've been working on uh, on getting Liz here for a while. And appreciate her joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. Well, there you go. You get some numbers from LA. She's positive. Optimistically, that the uh, the numbers are going to uh, the NBA, the MLB, all these leagues are going to be able to continue, and uh, hopefully college sports as well. So you got to stay optimistic, not pessimistic. But the numbers are there, and they're looking more and more dangerous as uh, we move forward. And one of the leagues was canceled today. We'll tell you next on the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases, have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918 
or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from. Many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Luke Fecto at 406-788-8962. June is anniversary month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Wow. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. That was fun. Liz Habib. Fox, uh, Fox LA. Which is, uh, that's awesome. She's the sports anchor down there. And it was so much fun to chat with her. And, uh, we're going to get her back on because uh, seriously, there's so much more I want to ask, but she's under such she has she's busy. So I appreciate her joining us uh, today. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Pretty good tune. Have we played this one yet? I don't know. If you miss anything, you can go to JasonWalkerShow.com and rewatch the show. If you miss Liz. You can uh, watch her 
and listen to her. Coming up here, um, after we're done, we'll put the, the show up on uh, jasonwalkershow.com. Tomorrow, Senator Steve Daines will join us to talk about baseball. And one thing we're going to ask him is about uh, his proposed bill that he has sent, which is that Major League Baseball would not uh, be eligible for loans or the payment protection program uh, if they don't figure out this minor league baseball contract uh, soon. So Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball have a working agreement that expires in September of this year. What it means is Major League Baseball wants to get rid of 42 teams in the minors. Pioneer League included. The short season rookie leagues would be gone. So the Pioneer League would go away. And Senator Dane said, you know, issued a letter to try to extend that for two years. The, the, the PBA, based off of the COVID, and, you know, they were, representatives were supposed to travel to Montana back in March. Well, that didn't happen because of the COVID. And now he's proposed a bill. He's written a bill, and we're going to talk to Senator Daines about it tomorrow to try to save minor league baseball, especially in the state of Montana. There will be no minor league baseball in Montana or anywhere in the United States this year. That is because the Pioneer League and uh, all the leagues have been canceled. And it is gone. There is no minor league baseball this year. And if things work the way their my uh, Major League Baseball wants them to, there'll be no Pioneer League Baseball again. And what's really tough about this, so Major League Baseball won't supply players this year, so that's how we got to this decision today. And we, we've all known this was coming. I mean, this has been expected for months now. But... What it means is that there are there are um, there's 42 teams more than likely, and it is in my opinion that these 42 teams, including the eight in the Pioneer League, will not get a chance to have a farewell season because there's no minor league baseball this year. So Billings, Missoula, Great Falls, Idaho Falls, Colorado Springs. Grand Junction, Ogdenorum. And again, it's an opinion, but they're going to go away and they won't have a chance of a farewell season because there's no minor league baseball this year. And that PBA, the professional baseball agreement that is expiring in September, is going to be the doom of baseball, which is not fun. There's no question about it. And it sucks. It absolutely sucks. But that's that's life. That's uh, that's where we go. But we'll have Senator Steve Daines on tomorrow. Uh, the NFL. Listen to this. <laughs> They're thinking of when they play their season this year. Hopefully, they get to play a season. But the NFL is floated this idea 
that they would play, they would travel to road games and travel home on the same day. Which conceivably could work somewhat. Now, teams that have to travel from west to east coast obviously are going to need an, you know, an overnighter. But that way they're not staying in hotels. They're not, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's revolutionary. Tyron Matthew tweeted out, uh, hell no. But think back to your high school days when you, you traveled to a game on a Friday night and played and then traveled home and got home on Saturday morning sometimes or late Friday night. It's kind of a cool idea. I mean, I th- in some cases it could work. But, yeah, I, I think it's kind of a cool deal. If the NFL happens. And, again, it's a big, big if. So, uh, what else did I see today? Oh, uh, remember last week we talked about Morehouse College canceling its football season? And cross-country canceled its fall sports. There is an article, or an article. There's a story up on uh, Sports Illustrated, SI.com, that is very well written, Ross Dellinger. And it talks about Morehouse being one of many. There's three schools across the country that have already canceled football. Morehouse came out last week. It's a D2 school in in, uh, in Atlanta, NCAA Division II. And, you know, he, he talks, uh, Ross Dellinger in his article talks a lot about this fact that, you know, these, these smaller schools, even at the D1 level, but these smaller schools at FBS, FCS, Division II, Division III, NAIA, um, can't afford the testing that has to take place for all the COVID because they don't have these big donors. They don't have these rich TV deals like FBS does. It's a great article, SI.com. I shared it on uh, my Twitter page, at Sports. But it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how many of these schools already are going to cancel fall and that includes football and we talked a little bit about it last week and, and Brenner Flayton uh, said you know many schools across the country will play it off as being cautious or looking out for the health of their athlete but in reality it's a reason to cut athletics because if you can't have fans in the stands offsetting your entire athletic department's budget bye bye to sports and he's right Brenner's absolutely right and It's uh, it's scary. It is absolutely going to be scary to see this and to see what happens this fall with sports on the college and the high school front. It absolutely is scary. And like Liz Habib talked about earlier, we don't know. We don't know um, a lot about the coronavirus yet. 
you know, I talk about it and we all talk about it, but we just don't know. You know, you've got states closing their bars, restaurants, things like that, beaches. And because that's how the COVID spreads, but you're still allowed to protest. How is that possible? And don't tell me everyone's wearing masks at protests because they're not. Don't, don't even come at me with that argument. They're not. Um, but losing Pioneer League Baseball, losing spring sports, I just, I, I'm trying to remain optimistic, but it's scary. I know we only have 12 hospitalizations in the state of Montana actively. We only have just over 300 cases actively. But you look at, you know, protests in Bozeman, and then two weeks later, three weeks later, a huge spike in numbers. They're blaming it on bars and parties. But not all of all of it is that. There's still counties in Montana that have not had a case of COVID. And how in the heck does Lewis and Clark County not have as many as other because it's not a destination site? I mean Bozeman, Missoula, Kalispell. Billings area, I mean, that, that's destination sites for, uh, you know, travelers and, and tourists. Helen is not. Maybe that's why we're still safe here. Safe-ish. So, I don't know. I'm trying to remain optimistic. I really am. I really, really am. But no minor league baseball. And, you know, we're seeing schools cancel their fall sports already. When are more expect? I mean, yes, more are expected. When will it happen? Because it's going to happen. More schools will cancel. There's, was it Michigan and Texas, I believe? The Michigan governor, who is a piece of work, um, Governor, was it Whitmore, Whitmire, Nit, Nitwit, is that it? Has proposed flipping fall sports with spring sports in her state. Think about So it's almost like, okay, let's throw the track athletes, let's throw softball, let's throw, um, you know, golfers out to the, to the wolves with COVID and then play football in the spring when we know more, and hopefully we'll have a vaccine. Does that sound ridiculous to anybody else, or is it just me? Why would it be okay for softball and, and tennis and track and field and other sports to play in the, you know, flip from spring to fall, and then move football to the spring. Why is that? Why is that better? So basically what you're saying is that it's it's okay to 
possibly risk other sports as long as we don't lose football. If we can do anything we can to save football, then we're going to do it. The hell with softball, the hell with track, other spring sports. But if we can move football to where it's more safe, then let's do that. That's how, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. How can people even consider this? This is a real thing that Michigan and I think Texas are looking at. I mean, what if Montana did that? What if Montana comes out and says, hey, you know what? Let's, Let's save our high school football and our college football and move it to the spring. We don't even know. We don't know that anything's going to be good next spring. We don't know yet if we're going to have basketball, let alone fall sports. But football saves everything, remember? Anyway. Uh, All right, I want to uh, come back. There is breaking news regarding uh, the Darby football coach and... We'll go from there. Uh, We'll talk about it when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show. Junior's anniversary month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan Tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. 
And if that's not enough, dinner's done right. Grab and go soup, salad, and nacho bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh, I coughed. I have COVID. Just kidding. I have no idea. Oh, man. Oh, man. Jason Walker Show, back in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. This segment brought to you by MarkLaRoePhotography.com. That photo right there was taken by Mark LaRoe at the Townsend NRA Rodeo a few years ago. There will be no Townsend NRA Rodeo, if it, uh, unfortunately, this year, but hopefully it's back and better than ever next year. Uh, you can check, by the way, um, you can actually buy this photo at MarkLaRoePhotography.com. And uh, if you do, you'll get 20% off any of his works. Not just this one, but any of his works by mentioning the Jason Walker Show. And if you book a senior portrait package or a family portrait package or anything for Mark, just mention the Jason Walker Show. You get a free 8x10 canvas or matte print. All right, so uh, we were just uh, talking about the Michigan governor. Uh, what's her name? Gretchen Whitmer. Is that her name? Yeah, Whitmer. Nitwit. Um, and this proposal that she's thrown out. So she's encouraging the Michigan High School Association to move fall sports to the spring and move more individualized sports like track and field, golf, and tennis to the fall. She expects a decision to be made between July 20th and July 25th. Here's her full statement uh, earlier today. I'm calling on schools to follow that guidance. And uh, I'm also calling on the Michigan High School Athletic Association to consider postponing fall sports that have um, the impossibility of social distancing as a part of them, consider moving those to the spring and running some of the more individualized sports like track and field or tennis or golf to the fall. And I anticipate a decision coming from them um, somewhere around July 20th to 25th is what they've indicated. We're um, calling on schools to follow that guidance. And, wow. Um, uh, I'm also calling... Can you believe... Is this, uh, is this for real? That is uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer in uh, Michigan. Can you, can you see that happening? Is this something that we're going to, to, to see from more states, possibly? I think we're going to talk about this more later. Um, try to get Mark Beckman on maybe next week. Don't forget, tomorrow, the last show of the week, off Thursday, Friday, and uh, taking a couple of days off next week as well. So. Um, just because. 
All right, so there's been some big news um, in Derby, and I, I, I stayed away from this. So I just stayed away from it, and I didn't want to go into it. But so Derby football coach, um, what's his name, Jeff Snavely, and made some comments back in May. And it was about some protests in Salt Lake. He basically said that the protesters should be lynched, um, to paraphrase. And there's been a lot of fallout in the month of June. They had a big meeting last week. They voted to not fire him. Well, today they came out with a statement. This is Darby Public School. Um, saying, quote, Coach's comments were on social media unacceptable. No effort to try and explain them or to put them in contact erases the fact he chose those words and made the conscious decision to share them with the world. Those words, basically talking about lynching, do not represent this school, this board, our teachers and staff, or the community of Darby as a whole. They've caused tremendous grief, pain, and divisiveness in our community that will likely take a great deal of time to heal, but we must heal, end quote. So are they firing him? No. Here is what they're going to do. This is from Darby Public Schools, their actual statement to the media. Quote, we chose not to terminate Coach Navely at this time in hopes that the actions outlined can above and below can help us uh, find a path toward healing. So this is the decision. They will institute a racial social justice committee at the school, take part in community trainings, have school-wide trainings to address social injustices, and then in a year, see if a Coach has any changes that he's made in his life. One of those will be he has been suspended for the football season, for a year. He's not a teacher. He's just a football coach. So he has been suspended for the year. They added... Firing the coach would not have allowed us to make these demands of him, which is that he needs to change. Um, Here's uh, some of the things. So he will be suspended without pay, effective today. He may not coach any Darby students directly or indirectly, including through other coaches. He may not attend practices or football camps. If the season is suspended, the suspension will carry over into next season. So if there's no high school football year, due to COVID-19, then the suspension will be carried over. Uh, He will be required to attend and complete board-approved one-on-one training or counseling on social and racial injustice at his own expense, required to attend and help organize at least four community conversations set up by the board chair and vice chair following completion. He will, uh, these community conversations and training will be required to establish a one-hour program educating Darby youth about the necessity of inclusion, respect, and celebrating all cultures and races. He will prepare and distribute a public apology to the community as well as via social and traditional media outlets. A letter of reprimand will go into his employment file. Samuel Akam, one of the star wide receivers for the Grizz, has been very outspoken about this, and he is pissed and uh, said, uh, exactly like we thought, the board doesn't see any problem with it. I wish I could say I was surprised, end quote. That's his Twitter page. 
Samuel Akin. Could the dude have used different words? Yeah. Um, Bill Foley, who is just a moron down in Butte, writes sports. Um, he tweeted out, the Darby School Board wants a man who called for the lynching of black people and their supporters to educate students about the necessity of inclusion, respect, and celebrating all cultures and races. Good God. That is from Bill Foley. Well, you're supposed to capitalize God, right? You're a writer. Anyway, um, look, I don't, I didn't, that's why I always stayed away from this. I really wasn't going to talk about this story, but it's picked up steam in the last week. Should he have been fired? Who knows? You know, his exact tweet was deleted, or Facebook message. Um, so it's from May 31st. Uh, he allegedly suggested that Black Lives Matters protesters in Salt Lake should be hanged. There was a support for Facebook or on Facebook in support of law enforcement, and he wrote, quote, they should all be strung up and hang in the public like the old days. A lot less of that S word would go on, end quote. He doesn't specifically call out black people. He does not specifically call out any race. And I'm not condoning lynching of anybody, except for maybe back in the Old West when, you know, you committed a crime, you got punished, and then that was the form of death back then. Hello, Henry Plummer. He says, uh, during last week's school board meeting, he uh, was deeply regretful, could have been worded different. Um, that's his problem to bury, takes full responsibility. Of course he does. But there's a lot of people upset. And rightfully so. But he didn't actually call for the lynching of black people. He didn't. And if you've watched these protests for any of the last six weeks, it's not just blacks that are at these protests, folks. There is a ton of white people at them. What he said, wrong. Should he have been fired? I don't know. You can weigh in if you would like. Uh, there is a very long article written by Frank Gogla on uh, 406MTSports.com. Um, Brandon Berthelson and his son Noah from Browning have launched a campaign for everybody to boycott Darby. This was before Darby's announcement came out today of suspending the coach for the season. But uh, they're calling for him to get fired. And they're saying that uh, whoever decides not to cancel their games against Darby is supporting um, Coach Snavely in his words. Uh, saying that uh, if schools refuse to compete, quote, against Darby, the legitimacy of their football program will come into question every week until the school takes the appropriate action and fires Jeff Snavely permanently, end quote. So they're calling for a boycott of all Darby football games. Look, it's tough. It's really tough, people. 
You can't say stuff nowadays. You just you can't. And I'm not defending Coach Snavely at all. I'm not defending anybody in this. I'm not defending Darby. I'm you know. But again, don't just no. Hello. Um, social media can get you in trouble. <laughs> in some cases, you'll lose your job for it. You know, by the way, which is amazing, the amount of stuff that I'm seeing on Twitter in the last five months, especially the last really two, three months, from people in the sports community in the local, in local areas, in local towns, and the words that they use and the stuff that they're saying and they're not getting fired, Oh, did I say that? All right, let's get to On This Date, brought to you by the Motherload. Sports barn, casino, and restaurant. Going to have sports to bet on, hopefully, by the end of the June, or end of July, whatever month is coming up after this one. Uh, it is National Meteor Watch Day on June the 30th. It is also Social Media Day. <laughs> on this date in 1908, a couple of things happened. At 41 years, three months, future Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young became the oldest to record a third no-hitter. At the time, uh, Red Sox beat New York 8 nothing. 1908 as well, Wimbledon. Charlotte Cooper's theory won her fifth and final Wimbledon, uh, Wimbledon title. 1929, Bobby Jones won his third U.S. Open in a 36-hole playoff. He dominated Al Espinoza by 23 strokes in a 36-hole playoff. 1933, U.S. assay offices would close in Salt Lake City, Boise, Idaho, and Helena, Montana. 1934, Detroit radio exec George Richards paid $7,952.08 to buy the Portsmouth Spartans. Richards would move the team to Detroit, rebrand it the Lions, worth over $2 billion now. 1962, future Hall of Famer Sandy Koufax with his first career no-hitter. He had four. 1975, Muhammad Ali retained his world heavyweight boxing crown, beating Englishman Joe Bugner. Uh, unanimous decision in a rematch in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. 1978, Hall of Famer Larry Doby became just the second African-American manager with the White Sox. He was also the second African-American to play after Jackie Robinson. It was Larry Doby. And then Doby followed Frank Robinson in managing. 1982, New Jersey NHL franchise officially named the Devils by a fan ballot. Legend of the Jersey Devil, a creature that allegedly inhabits the Pine Barrens of South Jersey. On this date in 1994, pre-trial hearings opened up for O.J. Simpson. And also in 1994, U.S. Ice Skating Federation barred Tanya Harding for life. Uh, happy birthdays today. 1938, Billy Mills. Olympic gold medalist, 10K, born in Pine Ridge, South Dakota, 1938. Great runner. And I, what is, I can't remember the name of the movie, but, man, it's so good. Uh, happy birthday to Mike Tyson, born on this date in 1966. Michael Phelps, born on this date in 1985. And on this date in 1936, Margaret Mitchell's novel, Gone with the Wind, was published. And now we can't even watch the movie, HBO Max, because it's racist. Uh, that is on this day brought to you by the mother load. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? 
And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, so time for the walk-off. And had a great conversation with Liz Habib from Fox LA. She is the sports anchor. And uh, she's optimistic that we're going to get all the sports played this summer and fall. And there's going to be a ton of them going on in August, September altogether with all of uh, all the sports, NHL, NBA, WNBA, Major League Baseball, uh, college and NFL football. She's she's optimistic. So we'll try to be optimistic as well. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, Darby's not firing their coach, Jeff Snavely. And you can uh, disagree or agree with that decision. Uh, okay, so there's this. So this was over the weekend, and this is just funny. Uh, this was over the weekend at um, the golf tournament, the Travelers Golf Tournament. It is a short clip, so you really have to listen. But we're going to watch it and play it here in just a second. Oops, if I can get everything loaded up right. Uh-oh, what's going on? Hello. Nope, nope, nope. We don't want that. Let's try this. There we go. All right. Here we go. Listen, and, and this is Ian Poulter. Ian Poulter, after his playing partner tees off, Ian Poulter teed off. Oh, goodness. Come on, that's just funny. Walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. 625 Euclid, also Bozeman and Billings. Get your uh, dinner taken care of for the day. Tomorrow, Senator Steve Daines, final show of June today. We'll do our first show of July tomorrow. And our final show of the week tomorrow as well. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Liz Habib, for joining us. You can follow her on Twitter. Great follow. And uh, we'll get her on again. Have a great day. We'll see you uh, tomorrow at 4 right here. Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Check them out, MarkLaRoePhotography.com. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.